Hey there, CEOs. It's Brandy, and I have just a quick note for newer listeners. This show used to be called the She Who Dares podcast, but on May 5th, 2022, we changed the name to the Wedding Pro CEO podcast to better reflect my mission to help wedding industry entrepreneurs scale a profitable business they love. The content is the same, just a more descriptive title. Enjoy the show. You're listening to episode number 80 of the She Who Dares podcast. Welcome to the She Who Dares podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Gar. I'm a small business entrepreneur with almost 20 years of experience in the event industry, and I've spent the last decade creating multiple thriving businesses, growing a dedicated team, and teaching others to do the same. Each week, I'll share an inspiring conversation or message to encourage you to follow your dreams to start or scale your business. Thanks for hanging out with me this week. Let's jump into the episode. Hey there, podcast friends. Welcome back to another episode of the She Who Dares podcast. Today, my guest is Amanda Schumann, who is the founder of Carrie Love Designs. Amanda helps creatives reach six figures and beyond with her signature four-phase experience. She believes pairing a beautiful brand aesthetic with an intentional website strategy is the cornerstone for success and for booking clients effortlessly. You guys, I am so excited to chat with Amanda today. We're talking about the difference between a social media manager and a brand strategist, why it's important to understand your brand voice, and why cohesive branding and marketing is the cornerstone of every single creative business. So are you guys ready to get into this episode with Amanda Schumann? I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. So here we go. Amanda, I am so excited to get to chat with you today because I have so many questions for you. I cannot wait. This is going to be good. I know. Before you even started to hit record, like, hit record, like <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I know. It was so funny. I was pre-show, I was asking Amanda, like, here's kind of how I want to take the show. Do you feel good about that? She was like, oh, girl, hit record right now. Let's go. <laughs> so I cannot wait. But before we get into all the juicy details, Amanda, can you kind of tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Amanda Schumann. I'm the founder of Carrie Love Designs. Um, and we are a digital marketing agency focusing on branding and website design for service-based businesses. So we have come out with a four-phase process that touches on brand strategy, brand design, website, and marketing to really help your business reach six figures and beyond. Very cool. And so you really have, you were saying most of your clients are in the event industry. So you're super familiar with our industry. Oh yeah. 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 I would say probably 90% of our audience are photographers, wedding planners, um, wedding designers, florists, something of that nature. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So I am dying to start asking you some questions, but before we do that, I do always like to kind of give, you know, everybody that listens to this show is a small business owner of some sort, mostly service-based business. So can you tell us just a little bit about your journey to like becoming a business owner and what made you start Carrie Love Designs? Yeah. So, um, I went to college. I originally, I, I watched 13 going on 30 and I wanted to be generous. I wanted to go ahead and work for Poise Magazine. But then whenever I was in college, I took a branding class. And so they had us take an old uh, business and we had to come up with like the, the redesign for it. And once I did that class and we like rebranded a business, I fell in love with it. And I was like, 
forget the magazine. I was like, this is what I want to do. So I started offering just like logos and stuff on the side. I, I still had my corporate job. I was working at Michelle Oil at the time on their creative marketing team. And then it turned into doing logo design and that turned into logos and in, in websites. <laughs> and eventually that morphed into um, our, our digital marketing agency over the past. So I started in 2012. Okay. And so over the past, like, was that nine years now? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I love it. Okay. So what made you start your own company? Like, were you scared about that or were you just like, this is it? Like, I'm totally doing it. Oh, funny story. So whenever I we moved from Houston to Austin and I got a job at a real estate firm um, doing marketing coordination and I got pregnant with my, my daughter, long story short, I ended up getting fired from my job. And I told my husband, I remember like crying in, in my car, like I had to take that box full of stuff on my desk oh. and walk out to my car, like do the walk of shame. And I remember just like, falling <laughs> my eyes out in my car. And then I, my husband got home and I was like, so I think I want to do my own business like full time. Like I want to try this. Mm. Him being the, I'm the optimist. He's the realist. He's like, okay, <laughs> let's try this for six weeks. Uh, you got six weeks to see like what we can do. And I was like, challenge accepted. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Six weeks. That's a tight timeline. Yeah. Well, we were living at my parents' house at the time. And what we were trying to do was save up for our own house. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> we were living in a 200 square foot tiny house behind my parents' house. And no so, wonder the tight timeline. <laughs> yeah. My husband was like, okay, let's figure this out pretty quickly so that we can get, get out of here. Um, <laughs> but I ended up replacing my, my corporate salary within, man, I, it was within the first year. That's amazing. That is incredible. And how did you find your first clients? I did a lot of networking. So okay. Facebook groups were really big at the time. I think it's just, it was who I knew got, got connected. I would get on the phone with anybody and everybody and just like do, you know, coffee chats and, mm-hmm. and, and started just, you know, networking. Luckily, you know, with my business, I can work with anybody from, you know, around the country. It didn't really matter. Right. And so I also applied to be a show it design partner at the time, which is like the highest level of show it designer that you can be. And you get a listing on their website. Uh huh. That's super helpful. Yeah. There wasn't very many of us at the time either. So it wasn't as competitive as it is <laughs> now. Yeah. But that was also helpful. How did you come up with the name Carrie Love Designs? I'm so intrigued by people's business names. <laughs> uh, my name's Amanda, not Carrie. Okay. So it has nothing to do with my name. <laughs> right. It's Carrie as in like the verb to carry love. Oh. So like carrying love throughout everything that we do. I love what I do. And I just want to show love through our designs and the way that we treat our clients. Um, and so that's kind of where that morphed from. So good. Okay. I, I kind of... I went through a lot of your stuff in researching for the show. So I was like, yeah, you could definitely kind of feel that. And so I assumed that's what you were going to say, but I was like, I want to ask anyway, because it's such a unique name. And so my last question before we start getting into the nuggets here is, so how did you kind of find your way into the wedding industry? Because it doesn't sound like you came from the wedding industry. So how did you kind of find your place in this niche? Yeah. So actually my sister was a a wedding videographer at the time. Her and um, her husband, they ran a videography business and she asked if I could rebrand her business 
And I was like, yeah, of course. And then one of the first big clients that I got was a well-known event planner in the Atlanta area. And so it just kind of morphed from there naturally. And it makes it a lot easier for my job because a lot of photographers, wedding planners, florists, like they all have such beautiful images. <laughs> yes. So it automatically makes makes our job a lot easier whenever who we're designing for already has a, a beautiful portfolio to work with. Yeah, that is definitely a perk of our industry is that we never have a shortage of incredible images, right? Yes. <laughs> it's such a perk. So, okay. I love this so much. I always like learning about the small business story behind the person, you know, like how did you get here? It's so interesting to me. All right. I'm going to kick us off with so in our industry, I, I work with a lot of wedding pros, and I feel like the most common thing for us to outsource immediately is social media. And we end up hiring just like a random social media person or a social media manager. And I want to understand the difference between a social media manager and a brand strategist, which is what you do. Yes. I'm shaking my head right now because this is so true. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because we get asked this a lot because we do, part of what we do at the end is marketing. Um, But this is one of the reasons why we started offering what we call the signature experience, which is that four phase process is because a lot of people want to start off with that marketing. They want to do Facebook ads. They want to hire an Instagram manager. They want to start doing Pinterest and all the things. But if you don't have a strong brand in place, then you're throwing dollars down the drain. And so what we do as brand strategists, this is the first phase of what we do. We look at competitors in the marketplace. What makes you different? Why would somebody work with you? Who's your target audience? And we craft this into what's called your brand message and your brand strategy. And that really is the foundational piece for everything moving forward. So for the brand design, for your website copy, and then eventually marketing. For a lot of people who just start out you know, uh, hiring social media managers... There's no key message there. There's no defined brand. And so you really are just throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping that something sticks instead of having a strategic brand strategy going into your marketing to make it effective. Yeah, I see that so often. And I think it's because, you know, we know our clients are on social media. Unlike a lot of industries, there's no question they're on Instagram and they're on Pinterest. We know that. They may be other places too, but we're we're sure they're there. And so we know that we need to be present there, but there's no time. You know, you feel like you're wearing all the hats and you're doing a million things. And so it's just like Instagram's overwhelming, Pinterest is overwhelming, hire a VA to do it or hire a social media manager. And you're so right. When I was looking through, uh, I love your website, by the way. I mean, obviously it's what you do, but um, (laughs) I was just looking at it and I was like, it's so clear to understand how passionate you are about this, but also how important it is to have a cohesive brand before you really start pushing out that marketing. So I, I really want you guys to hear the difference. A brand strategist is there's a lot more to it than just the social media piece. So I know you have this four phase plan. Can you take us through what that looks like? 
Yeah. So it's a four phase process. And like I said, the first phase that we start out is that brand strategy and brand messaging. And this is where a lot of, I'll put air quotes around designers, (laughs) they kind of skip over this part. They think, you know, oh, let's just, let's go into logo design. And honestly, in my probably unpopular opinion, your logo is one of the least important aspects of your brand. Yeah, Um, I would agree with you. But for brand strategy, we look at a lot of different pieces that start out as like, okay, what are our goals for the project? What are you trying to achieve with this rebrand? You know, what are the competitors doing? How are they standing out? What does it look like to work with you? What are what we call your differentiators or your unique selling points? Mm-hmm. What's your brand? If your brand was to come alive and was a person how would you describe them? Like, what would their personality be like? And what are your key values that drive your business that really would mesh with your your target audience to help drill that down? So we look at all these different factors before we ever start designing a brand. And I, people probably get tired of hearing me say this word. I talk about cohesion and cohesiveness all the time because (laughs) that's what makes a really strong brand. So now that we understand your brand strategy and your brand messaging, we can create a brand design that speaks to that, that elevates that brand message in a visual way. So for an example, if you're, if we say that your brand personality is like bold, punchy, and confident, obviously we're not going to use like pastel colors (laughs) and like something that's really soft and laid back. Like we're going to use yellows and reds and bright colors to really back up and instill that, you know, that brand message and those brand adjectives so that everything is very cohesive. Mm -hmm. And then inside of phase three, that's our website design. So um, we have copywriters on our team and they write all of the words for the website because they, one, are conversion copywriters. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of people within our industry, they're like photos, photos, photos. Like we have Mm -hmm. to put a whole bunch of photos on our website. It's like, yes, but if somebody's looking to hire you, they have probably 10 other tabs up of people that do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And you can bet that they're going to be reading every word on your website to learn more about who you are in your services. And also the other, the other part to that is SEO, which we, that's a whole nother ball game, but, <laughs> but we carry that brand strategy and that brand messaging onto your website along with the visual brand. So you can see how kind of everything is building on top of one another to create that really cohesive, strong brand. Mm-hmm. And then the final piece to the puzzle in phase four is we help you launch your website and market it. One of my biggest pet peeves is whenever I see people on Instagram and they do one post and they're like, oh, my new website's live. (laughs) And I go and I look at their profile and I'm like, nobody knew that you were working on a new website. Like that's that your website should be your bread and butter. Like that should be the marketing piece that is working for you 24 seven. Mm -hmm. And 
people treat it as if they're like freelance workers and they're like, oh yeah, well, new website's live. That That's it. That's all they say about it. <laughs> so we put together a two-week pre-launch period to get people primed. They get people excited, engaging, and building up that hype of the new website that it really should have. Mm-hmm. And then later on, then we, we offer you know continued marketing for our clients if they would like to. And the reason why we only offer... Instagram marketing, blog writing, um, email marketing to our signature experience clients is going back to that point that I made at the beginning. If people come to us and they want their Instagram, you know, managed or they want to do Pinterest, but they don't have that strong brand in place, then I can't take your dollars. Like I, you're, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be effective. And so that marketing has to come after the rebrand. Oh my gosh. So good. It actually kind of reminds me of like for our planning business, we don't ever do social events. We only do weddings for blush. And we do that specifically kind of like you're just saying, because I need a a firm foundation laid first. So like we'll do a birthday party or 50th anniversary party for a client once we've already done their wedding, Mm -hmm. but we won't do it just off the cuff because if they, we've already laid the foundation for like how we plan and how, you know, how the communication works and all that with a wedding, (laughs) then the party goes really easy. But if you just come to us for a party, I'm like, "Eh -eh." like the foundation's not there. (laughs) It's going to be a mess and it's just too much work. Like, and you don't get the same results, I think. So I don't know why I thought those two things go together, but it sounded similar. No, it definitely is because well, just like you said, the the they're going to expect a certain type of result that they're not going to get. That's the same reason why we don't offer just brand design or we don't offer just website design. Like the signature experience is the only thing that we offer because I like to look at your brand as a whole bunch of different gears. So like your brand design is one gear, your website copy is another gear, your website design is another gear. And what we do is we make sure that we're touching every single one of those gears and we are putting them in the right place. So that way, whenever you go to launch and you are cranking, all of those gears are turning. If you are only looking at a brand design or you're only looking at a website design, then something else is going to be out of place and you are not going to get those results that you were hoping for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think this is so important in so, so many aspects of our business. I, for one, am a huge fan of like, I I didn't actually like outsourcing things for a long time because I always felt like it was piecemealed. So I think that's why your website attracted me so much too, is because I was like, you can't have one person writing your blogs and another person writing your social media and another person doing your email marketing. I mean, you can, I just don't know how that could possibly be an effective strategy. It feels overwhelming to me. (laughs) So I love how you run your business and how you describe how involved you guys are. Yeah. You get too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons why we started the signature experience is because I I started at uh, a lot of clients started asking me once we got to like the website portion, they'd be like, Hey, can you recommend a good copywriter? And, (laughs) and they would work with other people. So we ended up working with like a ton of different copywriters. And sometimes I'd get the copy back and I'd be like, no. Like, dude, I could have wrote this. <laughs> not, not a copywriter by any means. Um, and and sometimes it was just work, hard working with different people and 
trying to create a streamlined experience. And so that was one of the first people that I brought on was a copywriter for in-house. And I was like, now it's like a streamlined process. It's the same thing every single time. I know that I'm going to get really good copy. Mm-hmm. That way you can offer a better experience. And there's not so many people involved that don't have, you know, it's like playing telephone. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. basically what it was is like, okay, I'll tell you this, you, you tell the person that, and then they tell that. And then by the time it got to the end, it was just a mess. And I, I couldn't work like that. And I'm also just a little bit of a control freak. So <laughs> <laughs> it also helps me just control the entire process a little bit better. You actually more and more are sounding like an event planner. <laughs> like we're like, we are control freaks. We want to have full control. Yes, I am the same exact way. I love it. Okay, so I have written down like a ton of questions as we're talking and you've answered some of them. So like one of the things I was going to ask you is, so you do in-house copywriting. Absolutely, that is so helpful to not have so many cooks in the kitchen. So tell me a little bit about SEO. So I I know that's a whole different topic, but like touching (laughs) on it. So do you SEO the whole website? Are you keyword? Like how does that kind of work? Yeah. So whenever our clients first fill out our questionnaire, it's like eight pages long. (laughs) It goes through every single facet of your business. And one of the questions that we ask on there is just like, you know, getting started with SEO. Like if you're location based, like where are you located at? What places do you service? I live in Austin, but within Austin, there is Pflugerville and the Hill Country in um, Georgetown. And so I'm like, okay, like list out all the areas that you service. Mm -hmm. And then what do you do? So like if somebody was to search into Google, what do you think that they would be searching? And then we go into um, our program that we use and we start doing research. So looking at the competitors and what are they ranking for in SEO? And then they have what's called like untapped. So what is being untapped by competitors? Mm. Like what keywords are they not ranking for? And we'll go through and start doing um, what we call SEO research on that. Then that gets passed along to our copywriters. And so they will start weaving that into your website copy so that you have a greater chance of getting found in those searches. And then we monitor your SEO for 30 days after launch. So we'll kind of get a baseline of where you're at with your website currently. For a lot of our clients, they have 0% visibility, (laughs) which means that like there's almost 0% chance that you're going to get found on a Google search. And then afterwards, we'll continue monitoring that and seeing like, okay, what keywords are doing really well, if there's anything that we can improve upon. And then some of our clients do continue on with us doing blog content Mm -hmm. so that we can start ranking for like more niche down keywords. Very cool. Okay. So we talked a little bit about rebrand, right? And so do you feel like the bulk of your clients that are coming to you are rebrand or new? More like if I'm new in the industry, is that something that you can help with? Can you start with somebody from the beginning? I recommend that, and this is coming from a designer, Mm -hmm. if you were just starting out like new in the industry, pay for that $50 logo and like buy a template and redo it yourself. Okay. Because at the beginning, you don't know what your sweet spot is. You don't know if you like doing weddings or, you know, social events or like birthdays, you don't know what, what it is that you enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. And you don't know who your ideal client is. You know, you kind of probably know a little bit about who you service, but the longer that you do it, the more niche down you can 
can get. Mm-hmm. And then you'll also kind of find out, you know, what it does it look for somebody to work with you? Like what's your signature experience? And so for most of our clients, they are trying to break that six figures or maybe get into a more competitive market or maybe they're a photographer and they're trying to get into the educational side of things as well. So I'd say for most of our clients, they've been in the industry for at least two plus years. That is super helpful because you know you do think that as you were talking about your questionnaire, I was thinking, how would I answer this 14 years ago? You know, And that's why I kind of wanted to ask. Yeah. And I think that that's such a good point that you made. And you very easily could be like, no, we could totally work with you when you're brand new. But I love that you understand, no, our best value is once you know yourself and then you can tell us and then we can make that come alive. But you have to know who you are really before you can create a brand around it. And that is so true. You have to know who you are because even still, we'll get clients you know, that we work with that have been within the industry five, 10 years, and they'll get this questionnaire and... I can tell once we start working with them that they don't know who they who they really are, like who they start looking at other competitors. And then we're getting into like six rounds of revisions. And, and <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is, we need to go back to the questionnaire because you don't know who you are. So that's a, that's a really big one. Yeah. I, I can absolutely see that. And I feel like you know, especially in the beginning, you don't know. You don't know who you serve. You'd like to say, you know, oh, I only serve a luxury bride or whatever, but you kind of fall into a niche once you serve clients you don't like (laughs) And, (laughs) and you serve some that you do and you start to understand like, this is the type of client that I personally want to work with. And it is really different for everybody and just your own personality too. Like, will you show your face? Will you, you know, do you want to stay behind the brand a little bit and all those kind of things. So I love that you suggest that they be in business for a while. Yes. And you said like, not everybody is for that high end mm-hmm. clientele. You know, some of our, some of our most successful people, they just want to serve like the mid level bride. And so we'll crack our messaging around that. It doesn't always have to be that high-end bride that I think a lot of people starting out, they are like, oh, I want to do high-end weddings or you know, I want to serve this type of client. And then they start working with those types of clients and they're like, actually, no, I, I, I don't. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? I coach a lot of wedding planners and it, the funniest thing to me is when they'll say like, you know, I offer full service, but I, I hate it. Like I have another job or I have kids and I'm still just getting my feet wet in this and I I hate doing full service. I'm like, then why are you offering it? Just don't offer it. You don't have to. You can offer whatever service you feel like you own and you're like so amazing at. Same thing with who you market to. Yes. And I think that also that kind of goes within our our signature experience. So we all we only offer the signature experience and that's for a number of different reasons that you know I kind of touched on in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But we help our clients kind of craft their own signature experience as well because I've had, you know, photographers that come to us and they're like, "Okay, I offer the silver package, mm-hmm. the bronze package, and the gold package. And then within this package, they have level one, level two, and level three. <laughs> and I'm like, that's like nine different yes. options. Yeah. I'm like, what do you really want to be booking? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I want to be booking this. And I'm like, okay, so why don't you just offer that? Like, yeah. Couples are already making, especially like in the wedding industry, couples are already making a bajillion different decisions Mm -hmm. that if you can make their decision easier by saying, hey, 
we offer this, you either want to book us or you don't. Yep. Like that is so much easier than saying, okay, if you want to book us, which package do you want to book? And do you want to add on this, that, and this, you know, that's overwhelming. And so chances are they're not going to probably book you, but if you can make the decision super easy for them, then they're only having to make one decision rather than, you know, four or five, you're taking away those hurdles to actually book them. Yes, 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 yes. I could not agree with that more. Like make the choices easy, make it simple, make it easy to move through. So, so good. So when you are talking about your full brand, I know that you just said that you talk a little bit about helping them craft their own signature experience, but do you also encourage them to craft all these other pieces like marketing materials as in rack cards or business cards, all the things? Like how does that all work together? Yeah. So that kind of depends from client to client. Each one of our clients does get a business card standard, but other than that, our process is very streamlined, but it's also very customized at the same time. Mm-hmm. So for an example, like once we get into the the marketing side, phase four, like our launch strategy, we'll hop on a call and I'll be like, okay, where are you currently marketing at? And then we will use those pieces of the puzzle. And so, you know, some rack cards may be important to some businesses and then others don't. We try to make it, you know, a very streamlined experience, but customize at the same time. <laughs> I love that. Okay. That makes total sense. Okay. So let's talk about social media a little bit. Cause you know, this is where everybody knows they need to be right. Everybody says this. And so do you really think it's best to focus on organic traffic or paid traffic, or do you have kind of a stance on this or how do you guys work with your clients on that? So for the most part, we work with organic traffic more so once again, like on that branding side, that brand strategy side. So with that launch period that we help people put together, one of the reasons why I help them put that together, we give you all of the graphics for social media. We write all of the captions for social media for you for two weeks. And one of the reasons why that is, is because I want to build your confidence. I want to show you how to take that brand message and that website copy and transform it into Instagram posts and, you know, Facebook posts or anything else or email marketing. Mm -hmm. And so we, we teach people like how to really take that brand message and tell it to others. One of the coolest things is whenever you have a brand message and you have done it so well and said it so many times that you'll get tagged like on Facebook mm-hmm. or, you know, in a Facebook group or something. And somebody will be like, Hey, you should hire a blush events because of X, Y, Z. And I always have to smile because I'm like, you don't know that I have kind of like brainwashed you <laughs> on how to talk about my business. We see that a lot. They're like, Hey, you should really work with Carol of designs. They're results focused. Like they don't just build a pretty brand. It's a, it's about getting you results and growing your business. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, you're taking my brand message and you are t- and spreading it for me. <laughs> yes. Yes. So if somebody was trying to create their brand message on their own, what are some things that they would think about? Like if they are newer and they're kind of like, I'm starting to figure out, you know, who I am. I'm, I'm almost ready for an agency, but I want to make sure that I'm starting to say the right things. What would they think about when they're thinking about how to craft a brand message? Yeah. So you want to think about like, what are the pain points that your audience has before they come to you? So who do you want to work with? What are they struggling with? And then how does your service 
fix that that problem? What's mm-hmm. the solution? And then how do you fix that solution in a way that's different than others within your industry? So unlike other wedding planners, you know, we blank, you know, what's what's different about it? Those are the those are the three things to really start thinking about is problem, solution, differentiator. Yes. That's such a good one because it's kind of like you always want to stir the problem a little, right? It's what they tell you in sales is like, you got to know the problem and kind of agitate it yeah, (laughs) so that you can provide the solution for it. And it is really so important to have those brand pillars so that you can, you can focus on what you're posting on social media. Yes. And we have those actually, we, we help create those for our clients. Um, brand pillars is exactly what we call them underneath like three buckets, um, is what we give our clients. So if it is educational, inspirational, you can take these, these buckets in and turn them into Instagram posts. We try to really teach you what your brand message is and help you understand it on a much deeper level so that whenever you go out to networking events, uh, open houses, social media, it's very easy for you to talk about your business and why people should hire you because your brand message and your, your brand strategy is so distilled. Yes. An elevator pitch. I think I saw that in some of your information, which is so important to be able to say who you are concisely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. At a networking event, you know, you may only have that 30 seconds to catch someone's attention. Can you do that? Right. So good. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. Amanda, any final tips that you have for anybody that's listening of kind of like, here's what you really need to sink your teeth into on digital marketing and, and kind of your brand strategy. Yeah. Start thinking about, I think, you know, crafting that, that brand statement with the problem, the solution and the differentiator. And I think what a lot of people they shy away from is they don't say the same things over and over and over again. <laughs> They're like, well, you know, I, I can't say this in this post because I just said it. And it's like, not, I mean, not even your mom is probably looking at every single Instagram <laughs> post, every single Instagram story, looking at your website. Um, and I think to build a, a good brand, it has to be repetitive mm-hmm. um, so that it gets instilled into people's minds. Mm-hmm. So, so thinking about who your, your, what your differentiators are, crafting that service, limiting the amount of services that you offer, yeah. because that also, I, going back to this cohesiveness thing, whenever you only have one service that you're focusing on rather than nine, <laughs> uh, you can really make your uh, social media much more effective. You can talk about results. You can talk about what the experience looks like. You can talk about, um, you know, before and afters because you're only pitching that one service. It does make your your message so much easier to talk about. And uh, I do hear a lot of people say that where they'll say, you know, I have like seven different things that I do and I don't know how much to focus my social media on each one. And I'm like, oh, okay, why do we have seven things? First of all, let's talk about right. that. <laughs> you should not have seven things that you're pitching on your social media. Oh my gosh, this is so good. So Amanda, if somebody that's listening wants to work with you to do a rebrand, to do your signature service, what would that look like? How would they reach you? Yeah, you can go to carrylovedesigns.com uh, mm-hmm. and get in touch with us there. And then if you want to find out more about us on Instagram, then we're at Carrie Love Designs as well on Instagram too. I love it. And we'll link all of these places in the show notes, you guys. So if you're interested in learning more about 
Carrie Love Designs about Amanda and her team and how they can really help you to take your whole brand. This is something I love so much because, gosh, we just have too many cooks in the kitchen so often in our businesses. So yes, having one person look at all of your things and really help you to tell your story and who you are to your ideal clients is just incredible. So if you're interested in learning more about her, pop over to social media, pop over to Instagram, check them out, and then make sure you check out their website because it's so good. Amanda, thank you so much for being here with me today. This was really, really great information. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Great questions. Thank you. So did this episode really get your wheels turning or what? I mean, Brand is about so much more than just what you put out on social media or what you send in an email. It's really so much more than that. And it's about really creating this strong message so that when somebody thinks about your brand or your company, they can say exactly what you do and exactly why someone should work with you. And that's the whole purpose of creating a cohesive brand. I love this episode so much, and if you appreciated it, if there's something you got out of this episode, I would love it if you would take a quick screenshot of the episode on whatever device you're listening to it and just share it to your story and make sure to tag me so I can say thank you and tag Amanda over on Carrie Love Designs so that she knows that you got value out of this episode. Thank you for being here every single week, and I will see you next time. Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out, and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed pro to confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24 seven, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later working with her, it's just been life changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation. And it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning question. When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. 
It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do. And we can talk about it, think through it, and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing. And if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. Here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO, all in just six short months. In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.